0: Hosted by your girls, Jen and Kai. Today we chat with a complete gem of a human. Jody McFadden is here with us today. Originally hailing from that Kitchener-Waterloo area of Ontario where so many amazing dancers come from, Jody now lives in New York, New York. And for this ep, Jody welcomed us into her adorable dressing room in the Ethel Barrymore Theater before her matinee performance of The Band's Visit. Like what? How cool, how dope, how lovely is this chick? We chat with Jodie about her self care, Moulin Rouge hitting the Broadway this summer, and being a standby in the company of the band's visit. But before we get to Jodie, you know what we gotta do? We gotta hear the tops and tails of the week with Jen and Kai. Hi, Jen. <laughs>
1: it's the tops and tails of the week with jen and kyla oh my god
2: guys
0: (laughs) jen is here jen is in canada hi jen
3: yes 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 hey buddy hi buddy hi buddy just because i'm in canada it doesn't mean that we're in the same immediate immediate well we're in the same province
0: we're in the same province.
3: Yeah, close. We are but a mere three-hour drive away.
0: Uh oh, a mere three hours.
3: Where are you so coming close? to it from, Kai? Ah, huh? oh, back in T.O. Very good, very good. Yes. And, and you, me- you, my darling? I am in the Grand Bend, better yeah, known are. as the Grand Band, if you will. Exactly. That's how fancy people say Grand Bend. It absolutely is. Like uh, yeah. GT Boutique,
0: which was Giant Tiger. <laughs>
3: Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> also, Tajay. Oh, oh, hey. See, so many. <laughs> Just make it French, it works. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that what you Canadians do? <laughs> uh, yes. Oui, yes oui. We we would be the correct answer, dickhead. Oh, shit.
0: Oui, oui. <laughs> ah.
3: <laughs> All right. Let's bloody start. This is ridiculous.
0: <laughs> Let's bloody start. Are you ready for my tops and tails?
3: Give it to me. Okay.
0: So, girl, my tops are... Time to get back to work for Kai. Yay! Going uh, to start newsies this week for the... Drayton Entertainment. Does that work in the French way?
3: <laughs> Drayton Entertainment. Yeah, absolutely. It totally there works. There are so many um, French Canadians eye-rolling at us right now. They're and you know they're what? loving and hating us all at once. You're welcome.
0: Yes, going to start Newsies this week. Uh, directed by David Connolly. Nice. Choreographed by our very own Mark Kimmelman. See episode one. Go. <laughs>
3: Check that out. Plug, plug, plug. <laughs> Absolutely. I love it when we plug our own podcast on our podcast. On our own podcast. To the people already listening to our podcast. <laughs> exactly. Oh, funny. Very good.
0: Uh, very yeah. good. So those are my tops. My tales are that we have to leave our beautiful Toronto apartment again and pack up and go just like the thesbians do. Um, so I'm always sad to leave our place in Toronto because I love it. Don't laugh at me because I said <laughs> this, <laughs> But always sad to leave. So happy to work, but um as Tim Porter says, there is no need to pay double rent when you don't have to, so that's right. what we're up to. So you're gotta- packing
3: up your whole life. Whole is what life. You gotta yep. go. Up and out of go. here. Good, good, good. Pack up are oh, you dry- drive- yeah, pack up that car. Hell That's what yeah. you're to do. Are yes, you going to so live in Stratford?
0: going to live in Stratford. We're going to oh bring goodness. Joan Calamezzo. That is our car. You're welcome, Parks and Rec fans. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a grand old
3: time. Can't it's wait. It's going to be a time. Okay, you ready for my tops and tails? I'm ready! <laughs> I'll kill you. <laughs> um, so, my top ta- – no, my tails is – first of all, you know how I love – A sunny day. So that is the Australian in me. Bring on that sunshine. We were in New York and it was the sun was out, and then we came back to Canada. It just the weather just dropped off a little bit. It's picking back up. Mm-hmm. You're doing great, Canada. It's, mm-hmm. it's getting there. However, getting there. I I love a sunny day. So the only possible tales I have for this beautiful country is that we just need to brighten up that sunshine <laughs> just a little bit. Get into this summer a little, little faster, please, Canada. Yes. A please and thank you. Great. We all agree. Very good. We are. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on to the tops. It's It's nice to be back in Canada. We're here. um, I'm in Thoroughly Modern Millie at the moment. We're in rehearsals um, with, like, the most wonderful of friends, just, like, cool peeps. And um, Michael Lichterfeld is choreographing and directing. He's so brilliant. I love tapping his stuff and dancing his stuff. So feeling great about it and just, yeah, just happy to be here. Oh, we're happy to have you back, babe. Oh, thanks, Mm -hmm. (laughs) mate. And where are we going now, girl? Oh my goodness. We are throwing it to Jody McFadden. Yeah, we are. Oh, what a beautiful soul. Let's what do it. Fucking legend.
0: Let's go, girl. Okay, ready? Oh my God, I'm so oh, scared. Oh, I didn't even say. 60 Seconds with the Godfather. Jen and Kai are here in the Ethel Barrymore Theater with Jodie McFadden. Yes. Are you ready?
3: It's time for
0: 60 Seconds with the Godfather. It's 60 Seconds with the Godfather. Not 20, not 30, not 40, not 50. It's 60 Seconds with the Godfather. <laughs>
3: Three, two, one, go. Do you kind of wish we brought
4: Timbits with us? Yeah, absolutely.
3: Yes. Drink of choice. Uh, ger-
4: uh, dirty gin martini.
3: <laughs> Kicks. Jumps, turns, or a shot of whiskey.
4: Shot of whiskey.
3: Yeah, girl.
0: Fave binge show on Netflix right now.
4: Handmaid's Tale, (laughs) even though I'm traumatized.
0: Uh, Celeb Crush.
4: Bradley Cooper. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Walk through Times Square or stroll through Central Park.
4: Absolutely, one thousand percent stroll through Central Park. Yeah.
0: Favorite hangover cure?
4: Meditation. Mama
0: sleigh girl, namma
3: Slay. <laughs> Best late night binge? Like food?
4: Chocolate, chocolate chip, haagen ice cream.
3: Which Disney princess do you most relate to? Ooh. Is it Mulan? Is it uh, Sleeping Beauty or Tangled? I
4: was gonna go with Little Mermaid because I thought of this the other day, oh, so wow. randomly. <laughs> um, what were the three? Oh my God, I'm yeah, running out of time.
3: Sleeping Beauty, okay. Tangled... Oh. Sleeping Beauty. <gasps> yeah. I was like, it's happening. But it's like, happening. also The Little Mermaid. Oh,
4: wow! You know, the there's uh, there's something up in the dressing room in the other room, and there's all these Disney pr- princesses, and I don't know why it's there, but I kind of looked at it the other day and was like, which one would I be? And I just felt connected to Little Mermaid for some reason. You
3: but all I'm right, going to go with Sleeping Beauty
4: right. because I love to sleep. Like, I could literally sleep my life away. She's me, too.
3: I get... She gets me. Yeah, Frankly, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Mulan's a badass, though. That's I didn't <laughs> know it? Mulan.
0: Uh, I said I the tangled one was mine, only because mm. she's fucking derpy. <laughs> <laughs> that works. I'm out. in there. What? She talks what? to an iguana thing. We're there. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Um, you have first question. Yeah, I again just wanted to say I said it very quickly in the sixty seconds. Jody was nice enough to have her in her, us in her dressing room at the Yay. band's visit. At the Ethel Barrymore, just like walking up steps, living our life, yes. Snack a photo on the stage. It's I call it
4: day. the tower.
0: The tower, yes,
4: because I sit oh up my here. Gosh,
3: you are like mm-hmm. tangled, yes, <laughs> <my> gosh, <laughs> Rapunzel in
2: her
4: <laughs> tower.
3: I love it. Yeah.
4: I mean, there's times when I, I sat up here for three months before I, I even went on stage, thinking I'm never, ever, ever going to learn all these parts. It's just never going to happen.
3: And then, um, and now, and behold, then, bam, we're going to talk about it. We will, but we
0: always start with favorite musical. Dream oh.
4: wrong. <clears throat> guys! I gotta say, the band's visit. I mean, it's funny how Ooh. how your tastes change over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, Dirty Dancing was the coolest dance show I think I've ever done. It was like such a dream come true. I felt like a world champion, like ballroom dancer. Like in my next life, I'm gonna be a world champion ballroom dancer. I've mm-hmm. already decided. Yes. But band's visit, guys, <sighs> guys, cool. it's so good. I saw it um, a long time ago in previews, and I was like, what is this? And I have to be a part how of do it. I, how do I
3: mm-hmm. be a part of that? Yeah, it's just yeah, yeah. so
4: different from any other Broadway show that I've done. It's so simple. It's so rich in like simplicity and like humanity, and the fact that like the characters all stand there and and just kind of look out into the horizon of the desert with like doing and just being in your body yeah. is just so fascinating to me. I mean like to be an actor and not say anything mm-hmm. at all but the audience knows exactly what it is that you're feeling. It's so cool. I'm like how do you do that? That's yeah. brilliant. Brilliant writing, brilliant directing. It's just really cool. And that's it. your
3: favorite favorite musical that's yeah,
4: it just brings me. It brings hope to Broadway shows to come. I think there's so many different kinds of energies and different kinds of things, sounds, mm-hmm. language that is starting to be put up. And the role of Dina is super cool because she's yes. kind of been around the block. I play those kind of roles all the time. <laughs> um.
3: <laughs> <laughs> guys, like, she's had a why? Uh,
4: <laughs> yeah, she's had life experience cool. and it's just so relatable and, like and I badass. can talk in this it's voice a thing.
0: yeah you do you look like a badass I'm like yo you you can get some shit done <laughs> that's what you do you look like that I'm it's like funny. I, I mean, understand I
4: look like a badass but I'm so sensitive and oh. like I'm a terrified little kid in, inside so it's really weird I but see. I do I do play the badass roles
3: that's awesome so it goes perfectly into our next question tell us
4: about the band's
3: visit and you know being a are you stand by or So
4: I am uh, a standby because I'm... I'm not an understudy because I'm not on stage every night. So, this is kind of a new experience for me. Mm. Um, it's been an amazing experience. Yeah. It's been so challenging.
0: How many parts?
4: Um, it's four parts. I got the job very quickly. Uh, it all happened very quickly. I was doing uh, Moulin Rouge in Boston over the summer. No big deal. Just like no doing deal. the Moulin Rouge. <laughs> <laughs> where we're
3: going to talk about that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's
4: yeah. very exciting. <laughs> we just finished our run. It was really tiring. Everyone was sitting on the bus, kind of just kind of glad. We now had a break and yeah. there I was learning these lines for the band's visit, trying to learn this it's Israeli so accent, which I was like, I yeah, think it really kind of cool. sounds like this. It kind of sound mine ended up sounding very French. <laughs> um, and my first audition was actually a callback for a lot of the other performers going mm-hmm. in. It was a roller skating audition. It was, it was rough. I mean, like I felt like it did pretty good with the sides and the songs. Yeah. And then um, they were like,
3: "Here, roller skates."
4: Yeah, I was. Oh, that was a nightmare. I was definitely one of the weakest links in the room. I was like, "Who in their right mind decides to put wheels on the bottom of shoes?" And then, and then I got to go on stage. It was so Hilarious. hard. And they were like, "Oh, you're going to be fine. She's a dancer. She'll get it." Yeah. No, it was so hard. And my brain just couldn't compute like how even now to turn around on the skates. Yeah, well, it's, yeah, it's so the scary. physics
0: don't work. <laughs> I'm
3: mad about that. Can you tell us a little bit about the
4: premise of the musical? Um, The show is about an Egyptian police band that is traveling to this place called Tigva. And after a mix-up at the border, they end up in the wrong place. They end up in Tigva. And so, (laughs) yes, uh, without any kind of uh, bus in sight till the next morning. They're taken in by locals, and their lives are kind of intertwined and very unexpected uh, ways it's such a beautiful story about uh, you know dissolving of boundaries whether they're cultural or whether they're it's a language barrier there's a big language barrier that we get to play with you're always really working hard at understanding what this person is saying
0: is that where the movement comes in the movement movement is is really
4: it's all uh based on gaga movement it's such a beautiful Style of I don't know if there's a documentary out right now. Okay, Mr. Gaga, Mr. Gaga, yeah, not
0: Lady Gaga, not Lady Mr. Gaga. Gaga. <laughs>
4: and it, yeah, it works on like a cellular level, so it's very minimal, and you're almost like feeling it as opposed to making any kind of a picture of any sort.
3: You're covering the leaves as well. Yeah, yeah, girl. Dina Katrina
4: D- Lank. She is such a badass. She's like the queen in my eyes. Yes, she's like so different again to a lot of Broadway leads. Mm -hmm. Um, She's like a creature and she's so like in her own realm and she's created this persona that clearly won her a tony award yeah mm-hmm. and i just want to be everything that she is uh she actually also was in spider-man with me yeah oh, she was mm-hmm.
0: that's so nice
4: yeah i covered her in spider-man oh, oh shit so, so, so there was a bit of a so you're like i, I you're like, like, know how gods. you move girl i get Not you girl you. i get you yeah 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 cool yeah, she's Incredible. And mm-hmm. a really nice person, too. Like Makes that it I was going to say, like, it? you need to
3: have a healthy company. Yeah. Like a healthy and happy company. So, um, you mentioned before mm. that you actually didn't get to go on for like three months. Right. So, oh, tell yeah. us that. Girl. Okay. Like,
4: how am I going to figure out so, all this stuff? So, the swing that I replaced was leaving in two weeks. How long have you been with the show? I, I've been here since September. Okay. 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 Where am I in?
0: I'm in. Great. Yes.
4: <laughs> so uh, I got the job, and in my mind, thought I have two weeks to learn four roles, and mm-hmm. I had a nervous breakdown on the street. And I called my friend. I was like, "How am I going to do this? this? Is a Tony <laughs> Award-winning show ten Tony? Like, come on!" And, and she won the Tony. Well, yeah. She won the. T- I'm like, I'm going to go out there Make in sure. a show. The culture was something I had to get behind. Like, I wanted to do it right, and like, yeah. I was this white girl coming in, like trying to like speak. With an Israeli accent. I'm yeah, like, and you I want to be
3: respectful. Totally
4: and- fucked. Um, but my friend uh, talked me through it. And <laughs> little did I know, I ended up sitting here for three months. Yeah. So when I thought that I was going to have to go on within two weeks, I really ended up having a lot of time. And mm-hmm. then it started to feel like I might actually never go on. Yeah, I was going to say. It might actually happen that way.
3: What a what a head fuck kind of thing as well, just like to yeah. go through those yeah. emotional roller coasters. Like i have to learn this in two weeks. Ah, it's so stressed yeah. out, and then you're sitting just watching for and like I gotta crazy, be on my game thing. for
0: three months. Yeah. I gotta be on my game for three months and not know when I'm going in. It's
3: so hard. <laughs>
4: I mean I started doing my taxes, I started yeah. like doing these little projects. Yeah. I'm like <laughs> I I actually have an office job is what it feels like. Mm-hmm. And then all all of a sudden, it was all the parts all, all the at time. once. And I was like, oh, oh my God. And it was just a freak show. So yeah, it was really, it, it was difficult in the in the way that it was so easy to sit for so long and then all of a sudden have to just... Do it all at once
3: yeah what's your what's your secret like how do you stay actively involved in the show yeah. without getting mm-hmm. too emotionally
4: involved um, there's a TV in the next room in the next room <laughs> perfect all
3: right, there and it I is that's, it. that's all it is yeah. yep <laughs> and I
4: sit there and I, I'll run the lines uh, with the TV I mean, I have a lot on my phone that I've taped. I'll go backstage yeah. um, and trail someone.
0: And trail someone. That's just like mapping their stuff yeah. again.
4: Yeah, uh, kind of following through the them through the building, you know, watching their quick changes. You're like, there um, go. <laughs> it's like, And you have to dress in black, and I always oh. scare Katrina because I'm standing in the, the
0: <laughs> In the shadows. In the
4: shadows, like a dark, <laughs> sick lord.
3: And she's like, Oh my god, you scared the crowd like me. And just watching And just watching and taking notes. (laughs) (laughs) Like your beautiful piercing eyes as well. So I'm sure she's like
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, but we are gonna switch then because uh, you said while you were reading lines and stuff to try and figure Mm -hmm. out band's visit, you were doing Moulin Rouge and the Boston.
4: Yes, the post <laughs> And the,
0: I don't know why that came out, but it did. Um, but I, my favorite thing, when I saw you guys come out, like the ensemble women of that show, mm-hmm. and you're all women, established women, and I was like, yeah, I'm into that. I love yeah. that.
4: Yeah, guys, I mean, getting older is a real thing. Um, and it's, yeah. it's uh, you know, something that I've had to deal with, too. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to be 40. This year. You look great, girl, and God I'm it. dancing in a musical like I'm 25. And you better believe, like I'm in therapy talking about. It. I'm like, how am I going to do this? But Moulin Rouge, you're right. Like a lot of the women in the show are very mature. Um, there's a girl who's I think 43 or 44. That's awesome. Um, still killing it.
0: And I mean that's what the show called for. Yeah. Well. Like exactly. that's what I enjoyed that mm-hmm. like it called for it and it wasn't just like yeah we should get like young fresh out of school dancers mm-hmm. it was like no 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 this calls for for women who have had experience who have had life and then you see it and it translates immediately.
3: Well I think you said last night it's yes. it was that um here you felt that all of a sudden age and experience worked for you as opposed to working against, against you. It. And I
4: think that's what you're... That's so well put. Yes. 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 Yeah, I mean, a lot of performers... There's a lot of mature performers on Broadway. I mean, I was 30 when I first got my first Broadway show. But mm-hmm. back to Molly Rouge. Um, yes. The women, it's just a really amazing group of women who are badass and, like, Mm
0: -hmm. grounded
4: in who they are. And it's also that type of show. I mean, it's a weighted show. It's, like, the women of the Moulin Rouge. It was a hard time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, it was an underground world, and the things that were going on at the time were, like people were dying of, like, these unknown diseases. Disease and was and prostitution was and, like, just a part of life, mm-hmm. and um, especially as a woman. Yeah. And so I really respect the creative team for, for like, you know, hiring yes. people with weight and experience. And, and it's also about finding different ways of, of being in the ensemble, because I mm-hmm. can't do... I mean, there was the choreographer, Sonia Tai, had us doing back walkovers. Oh my gosh, <laughs> You're and I, like, I was like, girl, uh. I love you. This is not gonna happen. Again. Yeah, how did she <laughs> respond
3: to stuff like that? Was she like, well,
4: "Great"? I, yeah. yeah, she. This is her her first Broadway experience too, so she's been so amazing at being like, "I'm learning too." Let's communicate. Mm-hmm. Like the line wow. of communication is so amazing. Yeah, it's very supportive. Um, and.
0: Because that eight times a week is different than, yes. like, like this performance that we're going to do for a couple dance shows. And, like, yeah. something that you're going to put up once or twice when you're like, yeah, let's go balls to the wall and do some back walkovers all the time. <laughs> yeah, And eight shows
4: a week as a more mature dancer is also yeah. a very real thing. Yeah. Like how can I bring, you know, who I am now to the story as opposed to who I was when I was twenty-five, it's very different, mm,
3: right? Yeah. So, how do you like? What's the mental process around that in terms of in rehearsals? Like, how do you broach that situation with a choreographer? Yeah. So you're like, I'm contributing what I can bring, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I'm not doing my back walk of <laughs> A five, six, seven, eight go.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I, again, I just think it's about communicating that. Yeah. Um, after I did Spider Man, it was a really great lesson in speaking up and saying i i don't want to do that yeah because yeah, that
3: experience was wild, yeah because you so want to and...
4: do a good job mm-hmm. you don't want to like be an we're asshole a,
0: we're yes and
4: people yes and you are <laughs> you're just like
0: um, yeah <laughs> yeah yes
4: exactly <laughs> yes. you want to you want to do well you want to you know um Bring their vision to life. Yes, yeah, yeah. thank you. Yeah. So you don't want to not do something. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, there's the whole perfection thing underneath It's like, if I don't do this, it's like, what does that mean? And who mm-hmm. am I? And my like identity is mm-hmm. wrapped up in this. Yeah. Um, but you- it's a really great practice and has been for me in just saying, I actually don't think I want to do that because I know it's not going to be good for me. And if you want dancers to win your show, you know, eight months from now, I think... You know, we can find a different.
0: And that's so great. She's who she is, like Sonia Tai. And Mm. she's like, yes, let's. And open, and uh, that's a beautiful thing. Yeah,
4: she's very. Tell right.
3: us a little bit about yeah, her. her. We are interested in that she's wonderful woman? She's cool. Yeah.
4: Um, she's a very sensitive person as well. Mm-hmm. Um, we, you know, a lot of artists are. You yeah. gotta
0: feel it. Yeah. We all feel things so and, hard. Yes,
4: I know, I know. <laughs> I cry all the time. Me too, girl. I cry three times a day. Oh, it's just yeah. how it, is. <laughs> it makes you a good, a good at what you do, though, I think. Yeah. Um, but Sonia's cool. She's, she's very edgy. She some of her work is so underground and amazing and she's been really great at bringing her own thing to Moulin Rouge.
3: So then you said before that you were talking to a therapist and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Is that something that you do for yourself in order to stay grounded and to kind of deal with this business and then still be a real person? Like tell us about that journey. Yes. Yeah.
4: Okay. You want to get real? Yeah, real. Yes.
0: we're gonna get yes, real. I want to get real, real fast.
4: <laughs> so after Spider Man, I'm sure you've heard or maybe not have heard there was accidents, people almost dying, um, body parts were lost. I don't want to wow. like crush no. the dream of Broadway, but my first Broadway show was very difficult yeah. and yeah. probably the hardest thing I've ever done in my yeah. life it'll never ever be that hard yeah I and myself had an accident where I stepped I, I stepped in a coiled rope backstage and it wrapped around my ankle mm-hmm. did it pull mm-hmm. you up and it you did. went
0: yeah you were a literal cartoon yeah I was cool. in a Bugs Bunny
4: uh, cartoon <laughs> <laughs> yeah it wrapped around my ankle and I went upside down um, oh my god! people on stage were kind of looking off stage going, what? <laughs> so I was kind of dangling from an <gasps> ankle. No. I mean, it wasn't that high, but in that moment, I was like, I'm ready to fight for my life. Like, if we're going to the top of the theater, let's do this. And so, you know, survival kicked in. I ended up being brought down. And that's kind of when I fell apart. Yeah. I... Fully had a nervous breakdown. And it was, you know, life. Your
3: entire livelihood is wrapped up in your body and Mm -hmm. what you're, you know, what you're selling is what you can do. Or just your life.
0: Yes. Your life. That's what you said. Your fighter. You're like, your livelihood kicked in. You're like, not today, Satan. (laughs) (laughs) Not today. Mm -hmm. So that, yeah,
4: that kind of snowballed um, needing some time away from the business. I just needed a break. Yeah. And again, that was really hard to come to terms with because I don't take breaks. You know, as a performer, you I've, mm-hmm. I've been taught there is no mm-hmm. limit to what I am asked to do. I will do it. The show must go on. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, it's just the level yeah. of perfection yeah. and the level of push is so ingrained in us. Yeah. And so I returned to work and I was like, I'm fine. Mm. And then walked into stage management one day. I was like, I don't think I'm Okay. I think yeah. I need to go for a bit. Yeah. Cut to the answer to your question. No, yeah. no, love that's I, it. An really story. snowballed this self care sort of thing that I, I had to go through. And that includes therapy. That includes I'm um, doing this thing called um, somatic experiencing. And there's actually something now, somatic experiencing for actors. Okay. Guys, it's so next level. What it's is so it? great. I'm so good. Um, it's actually trauma work is what it is. So it's not therapy in the sense that it's really heady. It's kind of healing through your body. It's a way of like not activating the brain and really just learning how to feel your feelings, which I think is really hard for us to do. Yeah. And so I do that and it really has helped me as an actor, especially in this show where I just have to stand there Mm. in my body. Yeah. It's like, what do I do with all this adrenaline? Oh yeah. Um, Cool. And so it's, it's a healing in, in, through the body and not so much um, through your mind Yeah. so I do that love um, I have my circles of friends communities like my friends here it's funny how like a traumatic experience like Spider-Man really brought together a solid group of, course. of supporters yep. mm-hmm. so my friends keep me afloat yeah. um, my big duvet my coffee
3: with <laughs> with just a sense of splash <laughs> yes, yes well I mean yeah yeah, all of those things are so important and it's becoming um it's great that we can sit and have conversations about it and learn about how people are dealing with the trauma as actors that we're going through all the time like we're often tricking our brains when I'm crying because I feel something on stage my mind doesn't know that it isn't real like you know what I mean you're actually going through that trauma every day so if you're in a show that's devastating that's That's an emotional roller coaster. Sometimes I call it a release as well, (laughs) you know. But however, but it's important to then process that in one way or another. So I think it's cool that you have a system and you have different techniques, and it's just a new thing that we all need to be talking about and Mm -hmm. aware of because we got to look after ourselves. We do (laughs) self
4: care. I think has to be number one. And this is a really good question that I brought up in acting class. I did an act to your acting program. And when I was going to therapy and, and, you know, working on myself, um, I was like, is acting healthy for me? Oh. Because you're acting out such extremes all the time. Mm -hmm. Like, whether it's 100% sadness or 100% anger. Like, I'm practicing all this. But in my life, I'm working really hard at reeling it in, girl. (laughs) Reel it into, like, 50-50. Yeah. And, Mm -hmm. you know, life is not that child's. Uh, mentality of extremes. But what I learned <laughs> but is... But the work is shit! Yeah! <laughs>
3: yeah. Right? Funny. Uh,
4: like, we're so yeah. dramatic.
0: Yeah. And w- yeah, we do. I mean, if you're open to sharing it, what was your
4: conclusion to that question? I think, I think you have to be able to let it go, and I think be able to call on it when you need it. And then let it right. go. So And that's practice more than anything, right? Yeah, I think? think so. I mean, once you kind of excavate those feelings and yeah. like allow yourself to feel them without judging them, mm-hmm. yeah. I think that changes the game.
3: So then, what do you do outside the biz? Yeah, to keep yourself like because we are big believers in that you have to have other stuff going on. Like, what's your thing outside the biz to keep you sane and happy and healthy and grounded? Oh,
4: my favorite thing in New York is brunch with friends. Yes,
3: yes. where are we going? Go? Yes. yes. you are. <laughs> yeah,
0: like, it's we got the time.
4: best thing ever. Okay, yes, you have to do brunch. Do you have a brunch place? Yeah, where are we going? Westville is one of my favorite. Okay. Um, good enough to eat on the Upper West Side. Okay. The bacon is unbelievable. I'm not even kidding you. So I good. know. Thank I you. write that shit down. Oh, <laughs> so amazing. Perfect. Um, so those are my two favorites. Love. Perfect. Um, to keep saying, I do dance parties. <gasps> what, what is it? What do you mean? Dance? What do you mean? Tell me about like, that. I'll go over to a friend's house and if we're having a day, we'll just put on a music and do an Instagram. Like just yes. kind of dancing in the living room. We're gonna do a dance party after
3: this. (laughs) In this dressing room. In this dressing room. (laughs) Get ready.
4: I love everything warm, and my friends call me. This is hilarious. Um, we were trying to decide, like, if you were an animal, what animal would you be? <laughs> my yes. friends decided they're like, you're a panda, and you're not only a panda. <laughs> you are a
3: panda. You're like, I say that.
4: Really? Yes. Yes. Yeah. You yeah, get And I was like, yeah. I like, oh, like,
3: uh, yeah. get kind of cuddly, but then I'm like, yeah, yes,
4: yeah. I need my big duvet. I need things warm. I need my hot showers. I need my home. <laughs> I need things to feel everything I can find to feel grounded.
3: Um, Jody McFadden. Yes. What is some advice for yes. young performers mm. or people out there
4: listening. Okay. Love what advice? do they want to seek from you? I think my advice is mm. that you're enough. You know, if someone had told me that as a kid, I was just this shy, quiet. The fact that I'm a performer is I don't even know how I got here. Like, <laughs> what? How did I get here? Because I'm so sensitive and shy, like as a kid. Yeah. Another piece of advice I would say is like, just do you because um, for a long time I was trying to be somebody other than who I was mm. and it didn't work yeah. like it just works if you just do you because yeah. it's always going to there's only one you you're unique it's never going to sound like anybody else there's only you know one essence of you so whatever you do it's going to be great because it's going through you and I think if I had just held on to that as a kid um, just trusting that I was enough yeah. that I think that that's gold like, I think that surround is. yourself with love. Is love present? That's what I say when I go into auditions. Is You love. do? Yeah. Present. I love that. Yeah. Um, no, wait, wait explain that to me. Yeah. Is love is present? Love like, present. In just, just like as an energy. Because um, I'm so good at being hard on myself. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can go I like into audition and just be so hard on myself. And so. so
3: before, after, during, you're like, is love present in this moment? Yes.
4: So, you can feel like a bag of crap Stealing. going in, but mm. is love also there, there. with you, yeah. supporting you?
0: I love and think Keeping just, your
4: feet on the ground. What
0: did I. Oh, that was. Oh,
4: bless. Of course it's RuPaul.
0: Of course it's RuPaul. <laughs> he comes up and once. he said, You can look, but you can't stare. And the bad thoughts are I love so that come in. So, like, love has to be present as well.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Of course, it's RuPaul. Gosh. RuPaul and Jodie McFadden. And Jodie McFadden. is so cool. Sentence. He is so cool, isn't so he? great. Yeah, he's going to come see you in Moulin Rouge. He oh, really? He's like, of course. <laughs> of, course. <laughs> of course. Of course. You tell me when he's there. I'm very excited. Ru, you heard it here first. It's <laughs> <Ru>. a <laughs> darling. Um, we're going to sing to you. Okay, okay. Ready? <clears throat> yep. <clears throat>
2: Five, Five, six, six seven, eight, 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 eight. Bitches are lit, titties out, turkeys done. Yes.
1: <laughs> Jodie McFadden! I that That was a good scene. <laughs> you got a first try, too.
2: Yeah? I was very
1: nervous.
2: Shut the front door. Bloody love, Jodie McFadden. Obviously, the biggest takeaway here is her quote, is love present. I am absolutely stealing that. What a smart lady. What a legend. Thanks for sharing your beautiful practices with us Jody. We bloody love you. But hold on to your horses folks, we are not done yet. From one strong empowered woman to another, we had an amazing conversation with our guest Lauren Ritchie the other week that didn't make it into her original episode. And as the content ties in so well with everything we were just chatting to Jody about, we wanted to get it to your earbuds today. Here is that chat with Lauren that encourages us to have good quality conversations with ourselves. We're looking at the kinds of questions we're asking ourselves. She's so smart. Here she is. Take it away, Lauren.
1: Well, what's, what's interesting is that I, in my some of my mental skills work, I asked the dancers, and these are dancers who are like junior high, high school. Mm-hmm. I said, what is your number one limiting belief? That was part of their homework. Limiting belief. They go home. They come back. We open up a little sharing circle. And almost every single person said that I'm not good enough. Mm -hmm. And you're thinking, okay, I thought this is just something I had to tackle in my adult world. Or Mm -hmm. you kind of forget what that feels like. But then you start to recognize where they're at in their life, uh, the kind of devices that they carry around with them. Um, And to me, that's like... That I, it has sat so heavy on me that I'm like, okay, well, that's the next. That's the next thing. That's the mm-hmm. next thing to dive into mm-hmm. is just we are now dealing with ten and eleven year olds who fundamentally not only do they think they're not good enough, they have a lot of Instagram posts and stories and Snapchats mm. telling them they're not. They can look that's at okay. other eleven year olds and they. It's pretty clear you're not that. So, but the only way that they're interpreting it is then I'm not good enough. And dance huh. is. Again, this beautiful dichotomy of it's the one place where I think that you can really learn your own voice, learn your artistry, just, like, own who you are. Mm-hmm. And yet, it's also the same place, full of comparison, public feedback and criticism. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, it's both. And so I think that's why, as a teacher, I'm just, like, super aware of that.
0: Are you saying, like, when they look at Instagram, like, watching, like, all, like, the competition videos, yeah. all those? that Yeah. yeah. I mean... I look at all those competition videos. I'm like, girl, there is no way in hell. I can't imagine Are like, you? oh, am I? I'm supposed to. Oh, I'm supposed to be like that. If I'm not already like that, then what am I even doing? Mm-hmm. I can't. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's
3: hard. But then, what's the resolution? Like, we're three working professionals, mm-hmm. and like having that kind of pressure on your body when you're eight years old, like is it doesn't it doesn't serve you later on like it does to have strong technique but you know I'm working in a show and sometimes I just have to stand on stage and be present in the moment or I have to do a solid step touch oh, and yes that is more important and have and making sure that I'm on time to work and showing up with a good attitude and then Possibly doing, uh, you know, whatever turn is in there, but it's not essential that I have all those skills. It's more essential that I'm well rounded. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't know. What do we say to them? Like, we're all working. It's fine. I mean, I
0: always say if you don't think you're dope, then why should anybody else think you're dope? I mean, you should, like, nobody else is going to give it to you. So, if, like, I better think I'm fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. And then, like, maybe somebody else will too. I better be my number one fan.
3: Yeah, <laughs> <Like>, truly. <laughs> I'm your number two. I guess you. Girl. What about Lauren? I don't know. What, what do we say to it? What do we say to everyone? Stay balanced. Stay well-rounded. What, what's your
1: thought? For me, this is the quality of conversations that are happening. So the I love competition. I still do. Yeah. I, it is a petri dish for all of the mental skills training all about you want a high pressure situation where you want to see how you're going to react and respond and if you can if you can use those moments for quality conversations and and quality training it's like for me competition can be used as this beautiful process because it's going to be the same as an audition so there it's finding the parallels with what you're doing now in your adult Life. And that's where I say adult life, because most of the dancers don't want to be professional dancers or aren't going to be professional dancers, mm-hmm. but it's being able to have the conversations about how all of this, like what we're doing right now, translate into, it translates into your diploma for some of those high school, it translates into your audition, translates into your university or your job interview. And, mm-hmm. and I feel like it's the quality of conversations that are happening that can help ease some of these moments and learnings and that's where we all just have to I think be asking better questions
3: yeah amen I and,
0: and again going back to like me being in the studio it just you just didn't talk about it I no. don't know there was zero conversation about how do you feel how is your confidence especially like if you competition if you go and you win something and you go back and you the next time you go and you lose and you're those highs and lows and you mm. haven't done the in-between work then of like, were you nervous? Were you scared? Why? What can we do? Like, I don't know. It was just like, if you didn't do well, it was like, okay, well, better do better. <laughs> I don't know. Like, do do better. And that's not, that's not a slight to any of my no. teachers or anything. It just was never a conversation.
1: Yeah. Well, and and there's there's things that you can give dancers, and I say dancers because it's all of us, but even having before an event before an exam before anything it's Mm -hmm. like get them to write out what do you control what do you not control Mm -hmm. because as we spoke about earlier maybe before we were recording it's this idea of dance is totally subjective in competitions anyway so Mm -hmm. the only thing that you can actually control is the process Mm -hmm. is your training is your how you show up mentally physically emotionally so Okay, let's talk about that. Because if you're mm-hmm. gonna, if you're going to approach it from, you gotta book the job, and you gotta, you gotta win the comp, and you have to like nail the whatever it is, yeah. triple
3: pirouette that they're doing when they're eight, Wow wah, wow. <laughs> yeah.
1: whatever that is. We we all have to go back to it's the process. It's the process that you own, that you control. Mm-hmm. It's the perspective that you choose to look through. Like, that's all we've got as humans. Mm-hmm. It's the people in the community you surround yourself with. And just the nature of the machine that we live in right now <laughs> is so externally driven. Yeah. And <laughs> and I after so many interviews on the, the dance podcast, I feel like that is just one of the common threads that it is... It is never going to happen the way you think it should, <laughs> but the people who who stick with it love the process, yeah, and and the challenge, and and they've set their own definitions of success or internal reward or whatever that is. Because I'm pretty convinced at this point that's the only way you're going to have a long term career. You can totally. go out there, you can book your Broadway job, you can you know get into Ailey whatever that is but if you don't love the process you are going to be unhappier faster than you can blink
0: totally
2: like these women am I right Two bloody legends. I love that we're throwing our focus to the quality of conversations we're having with ourselves and these two amazing women. Stop it. Too good. Go forth and have amazing conversations. Don't bloody limit yourself. Be curious and have a great effing day. Thank you, Lauren Ritchie, for schooling us with all her wisdom. You can catch her on Insta at The Dance Podcast. And, of course, you heard from the beautiful Jodie McFadden in this episode. We're so glad we got to spend time with her backstage at the Ethel Barrymore Theatre here at the Band's Visit in New York City. It's okay. They only won about 10 Tony Awards, guys. No big deal. If you like this episode and are interested in others like it, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. And, of course, check us out on Insta at Tits and Teeth Podcast, on Twitter at Teeth Tits, and on our website titsandteethpodcast.com tell your friends that's all from us from now legends remember you do you boo whatever you're tackling today keep your tits up and your teeth out because you've bloody got this guys it's gonna be great